I'm Aki. I'm Joe. I am Andrew. I'm Dika. Welcome to Bench Press Podcast. Bench Press is a weekly podcast where we unravel a variety of issues surrounding the topic of peace. So sit back, relax, and let us connect you from the comfort of your bench to the happenings around the world. Catch us every Saturdays and Sundays, available on every digital streaming platform. Hey guys, welcome back to the Bench Press Podcast and today's episode is going to be another casually serious episode where we speak about serious things casually. And today we are going to bring you another interesting topic related to social media. Um, and I'm pretty sure you guys, everyone uses social media on a daily basis nowadays. We don't really have much to do, especially with the quarantine thing going on. And the topic is what we call the cancel culture. Okay, so yay. Thank you for the yay. Anyways, um. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think it's a very interesting phenomenon. Um, it's a recent-ish phenomenon, yeah? Um, not a lot of people ha- has clear idea about what it is. And I'm just wondering, what's your, you know, how did you know about cancel culture? And maybe your de- definition of it? Maybe uh, Joey Chang can start with that. No, I mean, like, what you said, uh, yeah, it's related to social media. So if you're on social media a lot, you've probably heard of it or, like, seen, like, some forms of cancel culture, uh, even if you don't know what it is. Uh, I don't really know when was the first time I became aware of the topic. Maybe it's from a video I watch on YouTube. Um, yeah, but... Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, we hear it everywhere, right? On Twitter, on, on Instagram on i don't know even sometimes on linkedin i don't know why and uh yeah i mean how about how about you aki um is it is it kind of a big thing as well for you i guess like for the philippines it is uh it's quite uh famous in the philippines it's well uh it's often used uh, the, frequently is there like used. a is there a specific case relating I have, to like the question? first time i've heard of it was like uh if i remember uh, due to a TikToker, like she's a half Filipino or half American as well. I'm not sure, but she's like Filipino blood. And then, okay, she has a tattoo on her arm that shows the flag of the imperialist Japan. And it became very controversial because, uh, the Korean, the Korean fans of her were really, really mad that at her, why did you put that tattoo on your arm? And then everyone started to trend the cancel. I forgot her name, but yeah, cancel the name, then the name of the TikToker. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, of course, the Filipino doesn't want to lose against the Korean. So they, tr- they also like trend the cancel Korean goods, cancel like K-pop and everything's related to Korea. So it's basically like a war on the internet for Korea and like the Philippines. And that's where I first heard of the cancel culture. And at first I wasn't aware of 
cancel that it was a cancel culture i just at that moment i was thinking oh it's another like you know trending topic but then again like after researching further about this whole issue that's when i learned about the cancel that it is called like a cancel culture yeah you know now that i think about it i think i got exposed to cancel culture the same way as well uh, i think i probably got exposed to it from youtube i think there was uh, this one time where a pewd- yeah, uh, PewDiePie and some other mm. uh, artists, or basically my feed were my my new uh, yeah my feed was just filled with like a thumbnail uh, and then a per- uh, an artist's face and then a big word cancel something like that and that's what yeah that's how I got exposed to it I guess it's everywhere and and everyone seems to uh, in the internet is such a chaotic place i love it <laughs> uh, maybe Lika, do, you, do you have like a, a specific experience you know where where you get to know um the, the, the term cancel culture honestly uh, i just knew this term uh lately uh so be, yeah because you guys want to do an episode on it uh, i did the research uh, i knew the whole concept of it but i didn't know the, uh, the term itself it's called cancel culture so uh i'm kind of new uh i'm kind of new uh, uh, i'm kind of uh recently exposed to the term itself but yeah uh, because for me myself uh i uh, use twitter a lot and there's a lot of indonesian net uh, indonesians how do you say netizen uh internet user yeah internet user was kind of like blaming people uh i knew the concept but yeah i didn't know the term uh uh, uh just yeah i i knew the term one week ago so i'm quite a new for the term itself right right so before we move on further and i guess maybe from some of our viewers listening to this they uh some of them may know what it is some of them may not know what it is so like why don't we start by defining like what is cancel culture so do you guys have any like definition that you can share <laughs> For me, definitely, it's a it's a vague idea. You know, it's a it's in in the borderline between at least what what I perceive as a woke woke culture or you know the Me Too movement. It's it's kind of similar, but I can't really define it. That's for me. But I know generally like the gist idea of it, um, and it's more about like you know uh, about people having the, the power to cancel someone else um on mainly on social media you know using using hashtags maybe and influencing others around them um and and people who are canceled usually may some sort of usually grave mistakes but oftentimes also used for you know small mistakes as well or maybe like mistakes that i think are not as big as i think they is they are supposed to be right right so but basically the general idea of uh, what cancel culture is it's it's basically a form of uh, ostracism or a, a form of boycott so where you uh, see a controversial artist or maybe this artist it's usually celebrities but maybe you can expand it a little more to like other public figures but basically when uh, this person they uh, did something bad uh, so perhaps they committed a crime or committed uh, for example with the example of me to movement sexual harassments stuff like that and then 
when you see that celebrity people will start that kind of celebrity they people will start uh, ostracizing them they start boycotting their their uh their their works their their, their products and everything uh so to show that they're no longer supporting that person uh because in order to to give them some kind of social sanctions for what that person did for the crimes that they commit stuff like that yeah yeah for me like it's like a mix of boycotting and also calling someone out so just like they it's like uh two actions in just one word or like in just one category because you you boycott them at the same time you are trying to call their attention that hey you're doing something wrong something like that so that's how I visualize uh, cancel culture. Yeah, for me as well. Uh, I think yeah. Uh, when uh, I, I think I define this cancel culture as uh, how do you say it? yeah as jo- uh, as everyone mentioned as a boycott to someone who had uh, guilty to uh, scandal or something, and then uh, pointing out uh, that the, the the person is uh, doing wrong, so they initially had to cancel them but yeah um, nevertheless i think um, it's um, a vague borderline between like bullying and also point uh pointing out uh uh you're, that you're doing wrong right yeah so yeah cancel culture it can be like a very polarizing topic right so uh anyway to prepare for this episode like so we did some uh, research uh we came up with uh, a few arguments for cancel culture and a few arguments against it. So I guess what we're going to do now for this episode is that we'll try to go through through these like arguing points one by one and discuss them to see what we can learn from them. Like what are the strengths and weaknesses of the arguments from each side. So you guys okay with that? Right? Okay. <laughs> so, all right. So let's start with an argument for cancel culture. Like why it's uh, uh, why people participate uh, in this kind of movement or phenomenon, right? So one of the arguments, one of the main arguments for cancel culture is that sometimes the justice system or public institutions, they fail to bring a criminal to justice, right? And therefore, it is up to the public to hold uh, this criminal accountable or this celebrity accountable. So what do you think of that uh, argument? (laughs) I think for me, it's really like... uh... I think cancel culture became famous because of this uh, argument, right? It was used for, it was, I feel like it was made and was used for this argument. Uh, That's why there is also like the Me Too movement. We know how big the Me Too movement is. And then when people, I mean, like, especially the victims started to voice out their uh, experiences and their, how they haven't have the justice that they should have. And it was through the internet by like trying to call out those uh how do you say like the penetrators do you say it penetrator per per yeah 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 that is it and that's how they like got the attention of many people and that's how they slowly get the justice that they are like hoping for so i think in a sense yes it is a good argument for like uh, the cancel culture. How about you guys? What do you think about it? You want me to go ahead and just do it? Okay. Um. Anyways, <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, I think what Joe said was, I, I'm up for it. I'm totally 100% up for it. I think our justice system is not perfect. It is imperfect and we need some sort of check and balance system to, you know, always make sure that our justice system is, is as credible as they can be. Um, but at the same time, so, I mean, like for that argument, for that sole argument, I can totally understand like the movement and I totally agree with it. But like with a, uh, a lot of movement, I think some people kind of take it too far. And this is strictly my opinion. And I think, uh, one argument is, is very interesting. Um, it says that if the public institution or the justice system cannot be trusted, what makes us, the internet, the netizen, more trustworthy? Um, in a way, we are as uh, justice imperfect as the um, as the current justice system that we have, and no one is holding us accountable. I think, also as well. So, so it it goes both ways. I think we have a space for for discussion, which is good. But at the same time, if you take it a little bit too extreme, it can can be can result in a negative way right so where do you think we can draw the line there so like you said of course like a lot of things can uh, would become toxic will become bad if they're taken to the extreme but uh, I mean I think when what you guys said uh, earlier as well I mean the idea itself the idea behind uh, the movement itself like to hold uh, criminals like accountable when the justice system fails like this is a very I of course it's uh, it's a very positive uh, thing, right? But like you said, uh, it can be taken too far. So where's the line here? Like when when is it? Uh, under what circumstances can we say that uh, this is a good thing? And under what circumstances can we say that? Oh, it has gone too far. Well, for me, because I I supported this argument um, that that it is it is taken a bit too far. Um, I think. Our, although our justice system is imperfect, they are like a legally qualified people. Um, and I think if there's um, some implications that these people are not uh, qualified anymore to, to be in that position, then we should replace them. That we like show that you know we have the power to, to, sh- to show you that you know you, you are um, held. Accountable. It should be replaced instead of us, you know, um, just being a rash human being and you know take everything to the social media. Maybe we do have the power to stop that, to stop buying maybe products from um, these maybe like um, figures. But yeah, I mean it's a, it's a complicated thing. Maybe. For me, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't influence others to do so. But I guess like uh, in terms of justice, right? People, if people are used to uh, experiencing not uh, not getting the justice that they're supposed to have, then it's the time where people take action. If it's, it's like a repeated, cur- like for example, uh, the discrimination, like uh, George Floyd's case, right? 
there has been a lot of police brutality towards uh the black people but it has been like a repeated like action there's not there's nothing that has changed so i think that's where like people uh try to i think that's the time where we take our own actions that's the time where we like a uh, voice out that hey there is something wrong with the system and it has to change so i think that's how for me that's for me like how you draw the line on when to you know like voice out your sentiments on the internet on the social media and how to you you know like get the justice that is needed right right but you know another argument uh, i guess for the those who are not supportive uh of uh, who are against uh, cancel culture there's also some concerns that be- uh, there might be false accusations for example or maybe the public does not have not uh, done enough research and they're just fo- maybe like following a trend or they're yeah or th- they're basically accusing uh, some celebrities of doing something without any concrete uh, proof so it's like a he said this and she said this and then now we're attacking this person so like yeah the public doesn't always have the complete story right and and i think that's um that can be observed in the case of amber heard and johnny depp i think um and i i wouldn't say that i have the 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 clear evidence of what is going on um there must be a lot of happenings like behind the screens uh, but yeah i do think that sometimes the public judge things a little bit too rashly i think this is where uh the saying comes right like think before you click you have to i mean like be me like my personal like experience every time i post it took it took me a lot of like time because i have to check if like my facts are correct i have to check if uh i'm posting the right information because like it i mean although i'm not saying that uh i'm i mean like i'm not a famous person but still i have followers that i'm responsible for like what if they use the the information they got from me to share to other friends so i like i'm accountable for that so i try to do first my research i think that's the important thing right i think that's the downside for cancel culture it's a trend that you just jump into so that you get to be in trend so you don't be you don't get to be like an outsider of the issue so everyone is like for example for uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard everyone is calling out Johnny Depp canceling Johnny Depp but no one ever like research about like how Johnny Depp also like propo- uh con- I mean like denied all the accusations and how like there are also like witnesses towards his like non uh violent actions and stuff and I think like that's the important thing of post in 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 whenever you post something you do your research first before you say or post something mm-hmm. yeah Uh, I I agree with you Aki but also I think there's a lot of people out there that maybe didn't uh, do their research or maybe they're mixed with their emotion that 
they they just wanted to say something about this and uh, joining the mainstream of uh, people uh, uh, of the opinion of uh, the uh, many people so yeah i think also like there's there's uh, many thing to uh, uh, how do you say how many things to consider many things that it will influence uh, people to uh, join to join this uh, cancel culture thingy Right, right. Wait, how about you, Joe? Hmm? How about you? What's your opinion on it? My opinion, I uh, like. Okay. So. Or do you want me what? to be clear? Are you uh, are you for or against cancel culture? <laughs> <laughs> You're putting me on the spot there. <laughs> I mean, if you want me to be honest, like there's a. I what I don't like about uh, cancel again. I I do think it starts from a good uh, from a good place, but then again, uh, there are it has flaws. Um, it it has a lot of flaws, and one of uh one of the things, one of the flaws uh that I believe is is the this kind there's a kind of mob mentality there, right? So like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's basically like what I mentioned earlier about like false accusations and mob mentality. Uh, mob mentality, and I agree with what Agi said. Like we should, like really try to research everything before. Uh, yeah, we we should really do our research before we uh, accuse something because we we're particip. Well, because uh, yeah, we should be held hold ourselves accountable for what we say. Right? Yeah. And you know how, like, words are very powerful? Like how one word can sometimes destroy your whole life? Which also leads to another argument for it, like how we can sometimes, through cancel culture, there are livelihoods and reputations that being uh, put, uh, put down or being uh, destroyed. And we have to be considerate of their, of that as well because it's not only sometimes it's not only one person whose like livelihood is like being damaged like for example if you're running a very big company and then just one person said one bad thing and then like everyone cancel like that product or that company then a lot of other people within that company lose their loses their job because not everyone is like trying to cancel them yeah and Yeah. In addition to that, uh, uh, I think I see this cancel culture thingy. Uh, I agree with the uh, one article that says this this concept is uh, similar to guillotine. Do you know guillotine? Like the when you execute a person, so you have yeah. So it means that after you do the cancel culture, uh, maybe the person or whatever that has been canceled, they don't have any future anymore. It means. Uh, they, they will be dead. So yeah, they will not have it. Go back yeah. again to the normal life, I guess. Yeah. Especially if you receive the hate and a lot of like, uh, threats. It's very hard to live the way you lived before, like a normal person. Not yeah. Another thing is like if we're not doing this like uh, with uh, I guess again like going back to like the main argument, it's that like the justice system fails to. Uh, bring justice to this person, so that's why now it's up to the public, right? But then there's also the risk of um, 
violating the principle of innocent until proven guilty, don't you think? Yeah. So like because it's a he said this like she said this so I mean, and like sometimes if you don't if you think that um I don't know like uh I'll I'll try to think about it more and you, then suddenly people attack you for saying well you're not uh like if you're not with us you're against us right <laughs> kind of thing yeah yeah but you know someone some but someone actually argued that well okay now uh. If we have to like do like a lot of research on that and whatnot, then we we will end up not doing anything, right? So, how, what do you think about that? <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's no, it's like like okay, so we have of course we uh, we have to do like our own research. Like, I'm just playing the devil's advocate here, right? <laughs> like, I'm not the this opinion might not be entirely my own. Um, so like if you need to uh, okay so so of course you need to like research uh, and think before you post but then again uh they would say that oh but this is not good for uh, like activism what what i mean is that like if you want to like support a cause then you have to do something right but if you're like trying to think over it too much then you're not you end up not doing anything uh I think I think it it really ties back to the power of social media. Um, um, you know, oftentimes we feel powerless. Um, we we kind of choose maybe like our delegation uh, with like the uh, you know the House of Representatives and stuff. But oftentimes we we don't have a say in 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 a lot of matters. And social media gives us a platform to voice our own opinion and. For in this specific case, we can make a change, right? Um, so, yeah, I, th- I do think that for some cases, um, context truly matters. I, I think um, the, the cancel culture, it amplifies the voices of the victims, the marginalized groups. Um, like in the case of um, R. Kelly, for example, and I'm not saying that I'm an expert in this case, but from what I read briefly um, um, before, uh, you know, doing this podcast, this episode, I think um, the justice system truly, truly fails on on bringing him, you know, to justice. Yeah. He, I mean, I mean, I'm not going to be like too specific um, on what he did, and you can just do your own research, but. Yeah, I, I do think that in this case the cancel culture uh, it's it it looks like it's a good thing, and you know just don't take it too far. That's true. I think like uh, in terms of for cancel culture, on the bright side, it gives like hope to those people who are victims who have been into a very difficult time. It somehow gives them the hope that true. Uh, canceling this person and getting enough attention, we could, you know, like bring justice to what happened to us and also not to repeat the same mistake again. So I think, uh, in a sense, cancel culture is, as Joe said, it started so good with the Me Too movement. It is a good, like, if it's used well, 
I think like it's a very uh good way to raise awareness at the same time to end like uh miserable how do you say not mistake mistakes but like like worst comes to worst crimes that we don't usually get to have a justice because of what we say like failed justice system at times you know I think in a lot of cases as well sorry uh because you don't want to say something right I'm not interrupting okay um yeah I think in a lot of cases the world and this is going to be some something very deep I'm sorry but like yeah in a lot of cases I think like what you said is true Joe if you're not with us you're against us that mentality is is very very like strong like very prevalent in the community in our society and I I do think that the the cancel culture it, it should be a place for communication it should be a place to to for discussion to you know to show us that you we do have the platform for it but you know we also have the responsibility of you know taking care of that platform you know don't don't misuse it yeah that's true like our account our social accounts is like a responsible we have because like you know how in modern days everything changes like even for responsibility or it also runs within the internet not only like in the real world especially right in covid we like a lot of people staying at home using internet or social media so i think it's very important that uh you we should think how powerful our social me- media accounts could be so uh go- so now I'm going to the let's say i guess the ugly side another ugly side of uh cancel culture there have been some cases for example where people try to dig up uh past crimes mm. so like they'll try uh maybe if you post on uh you YouTube then they they sometimes dig up like your old contents that were maybe like more okay then but they're not okay now based on the our current the current um I guess social uh, moral standards. So yeah, what do you think about that? <laughs> like like well I I well you can probably tell I don't I don't agree with that. <laughs> cuz like the cuz like your your past crimes yeah it doesn't defi- it doesn't define who you are like today right and even like in legal uh, terms there's something called there's something called the principle of non uh, re- re- retroactivity i think that's what it's called <laughs> basically uh, non retroactivity so basically you're not a new law cannot be used to judge past crimes right so yeah it's a bit i don't know it's it's like why would you like if you're uh if you're going to do you, you, why don't instead of like calling out like what uh people are doing like from now on why are, are we trying to ruin people's lives why or maybe like it depends on it might depend on like the severity of the crimes themselves right for example let's say uh with R. Kelly and like the R. Kelly are uh sexual uh sexual offenders right if they were not judged by uh they were not judged by by the um justice system then or, or then yeah sure we can call them out because 
even from uh, because even from the standards of that time, it was already wrong, right? But he was ju- he was not uh, put to justice. But then it becomes a problem when something that is okay back then, that was okay by by uh, the past standards, gets digged up now and get called out by, by our modern standards. Like, do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. So, what do you think? Like, uh, that's true. I mean, like, it doesn't define who you are. That that I I agree with what Joe said. Because it feels like you don't have the right to change as a person. So it's like as if you commit a crime, like on your like past uh, experiences and stuff. You committed a crime, but you have paid for it in the jail. And then you go out, you change your way of living. You became like uh, a better person. But then people still try to dig your past. And then how can like that person move on? Like there's no more like, growth for him because people keeps on looking at the past which is i don't i mean like should not be happening i think it's like one great uh example i could give like uh i i'm not sure if you're familiar with james gunn he's a director of like the guardians of the galaxy the marvel one and then he like tweeted like i think uh a mol- uh tweet jokes about molestation 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 how do you say it <laughs> yeah molesting and pedophile and then but then again that like tweets were really like way back and he was he already apologized for it but then again people called him out and then he got canceled all like the him being the director of the Gal- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was all canceled. But then again, it was like after a few, like a petition, there's like, uh, I think it was her, uh, his like fans or his believers that created this like petition that he shouldn't be, uh, judged by the past like tweets that he have because it's like in the past. And it's just that people have more time to dig it on the internet right now they get to dig the past and like use it against him which is unfair because he already apologized for it then why does he have to go to uh, i mean like why does he has to receive all the hate right now when he has changed so in Speaking a sense about- yeah go Andrew. would you would you agree though no, that there are some okay. would you agree though that there are some i guess crimes that are um i guess severe enough to severe enough to to get uh called out like today like it's past crimes that are severe enough yeah i i think yeah i think there are there are severe crimes that uh meant uh that severe enough that i think it's it's worth the cancel like i think uh murder and stuff maybe with murder you'll probably be in jail already you don't get to be called out yeah Yeah. you're like bye bye yeah yeah i think there's a line but i i I didn't i i cannot see that line as well for myself because it's very very vague because it depends on the people on how they think of that i mean yeah i'll give you an example when i when i said that uh things that were okay like back then in the past and not not now uh, not as okay as it is today uh for example making fun of the lgbt community 
like in the past if you uh, look at like past youtube videos there are there are there are some like videos like uh for example using the word am i allowed to say it like let's say like uh using the word uh fag or something like that right uh back then they didn't did they didn't get uh, as much repercussion as they would like today so is it do you think it's fair if like uh some people dig up like past videos of uh their their past videos and then calling them out oh you use that word you're not supposed to use that word yeah um it's okay to call them out but you don't have to you know like initiate uh like a very like a whole col 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 yeah yeah like a cancel culture for that i mean like hey you said this like and if that person doesn't change at all then it should i mean like i wouldn't mind if people uh call him out for it but if that people is like a very different person from now and has changed then i mean like there's no i it's not, i mean like it's not like uh, i there's no point to it but it's not i mean like necessary to call it at this time because it's like uh, you're just creating another like uh commotion or another hate towards someone which is at this moment in this world we don't need because we have so many <laughs> other problems to deal with right yeah but people can so people hate. can change and we should judge them by that's your your point right so people yeah, can change yeah, yeah. And, yeah people has i mean like everyone has the chance to change let's give them the benefit of the doubt as well yeah Before in addition we, to the, yeah yeah uh, in addition to that i i totally agree with uh, what aki says we we have to give people a room to improve because yeah yet again we are we're a human being we make mistakes and we, we kind of learn from the mistake that we uh have uh, been uh, doing in the past but but in some certain point uh if that people doesn't you know, you know change uh, change in the way of they think or the, the behavior i think yeah uh in certain ways i i, I agree with that yeah Speaking of mistake, like uh one I th- one argument that we uh for for anti uh an- not anti like for con cons of like cancel culture is that uh it violates the freedom of speech because everyone is afraid or to commit a mistake by saying something. So it somehow hinders us to be like free of speaking what we think so what's your take on that mm, that's like another dangerous line to walk on <laughs> with freedom of speech yeah uh I it's think those... just our opinion so oh, no no i mean like one of the arguments um against that some people will try to define like hate speech hate uh, what is hate speech and what is freedom of speech right that's true mm-hmm. mm. it's quite uh That's true. Free speech, uh, freedom of speech is also where. Yeah, it's always about where's the line, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. But yeah, where's the line? And I think that's one thing that all of us, both uh, whether you're anti or whether you're pro, has to work on because that's where you can find like the middle ground and like the consensus between uh, those who are pro cancel culture and those who are anti. Uh, cancel culture right because like again like it can become like a good thing or a bad thing depending on how you 
use it. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I kind of, I kind of uh, see cancel culture as some kind of like a death note, you know. <laughs> you put in yeah. someone's name. It's someone's name, and then the internet. Well, <laughs> social media is basically the death note, you know. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> but some because, like, you know, cancel culture can cause bullying at times if it's like misused. It could lead to bullying, which also uh could push someone to, you know, do a very like unrational. Mm, that's true. Unrational decisions in life, which is very sad to think. That is why I think, like, mm. I mean, backtracking to the idea of, of um, you know, past crimes. Um, I do totally agree with uh, what Alki said. Of forgive but not forget, right? <laughs> you know, you should totally forgive and but not forget that the that the person probably made a crime in the past. But retroactivity still applies. Is it non non retroactivity, Joe? Yeah, and yeah, it is. The world evolves, man. I think it's the uh, today's standard might be different from the standard that we have in in like two years, probably. So yeah, I mean, it's it's it's, it's a continuous struggle for all of us. But anyways, okay, let's go ahead and I have one argument for cancel uh, that supports cancel culture. What do you think about this? Um, call out culture is simply a new form. Oh wait, Joe already said this. Yeah, boycott. That it's it's a it, it, a new form of boycott, uh, a cherished tactic in the civil rights movement to bring about social change. Do you think that? It is truly a, a pure form of boycott, or has it kind of evolved a bit? It I mean, changed, the difference. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, like it changed the way you use it. It depends on yeah, like the purpose you are trying to create, like for what reasons are you using it? Like, if example, you use it like for like such Me Too movement, then yeah, it is something that uh tries to bring some social social change that is very hard to you know achieve in the real life i mean like in like us in the world but by raising awareness of it through internet then there's like the hope as i was saying yo joe you were saying something a while ago sorry to cut uh, you uh, no problem so i think the difference is that with cancel culture there's more social media plays a very big role uh, into this, right? So, of course, first of all, with social media, one is uh, the pro side is that it it gives uh, cancel culture might give voices to marginalized groups, but at the same time, it also gives voices to people who don't do their research <laughs> before uh, before saying some uh, before ca- trying to cancel someone or trying to uh, or or to, before saying anything on the on the internet, right? So. I think, yeah, social media, the internet, that's like a very big, uh, a big aspect of cancel culture that we have to consider. 
What's your take on that, Dika or Andrew? Dika, what do you think? Can, do you, think can you repeat the? Can 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 you repeat the question again? Basic, basically, like cancel culture is just another form of boycott, right? So like it's not really something, like the the I think I think well correct me if I'm wrong, Andrew, but uh, basically it's not really something new, but it's a form of boycott that has been used like in the past to like to for social change. Um, so why if boycott for social change was okay, then what makes cancel culture different? Personally, I don't. I don't really see the difference between uh, the cancel culture and the boycott thing. Because honestly, uh, the the main the main purpose of the uh, cancel culture thing is to boycott someone. So I don't really see this as a new form. I just see this as a continuation because uh, in this era we we have the privilege to use uh, social media and things. And to just uh, and it I, I, it just amplifies our voice even stronger than ever. So yeah, I didn't see any new form of uh, boycott. For me personally, yeah, it's a honestly I I still have no yeah I I, I haven't reached the final conclusion. I haven't reached the final answer. Um, whether. I think it's still a net positive. Um, it brings about like good things generally uh, for for all of us. Um, but yeah, I think it's we still have people still need to consider that this is like a continuous struggle for all of us. Um, and and I'm not I'm I'm just saying for for cancel culture specifically, not the boycott thing. Um, I think for boycotting, usually people in the past use it for 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 things that are generally accepted as as like very bad by the by the public, right? But I think nowadays we use it for everything for cancel culture, and that's that can that can be a good thing. Um, but you know, it's it's when you think re- really hard about it, it 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 is kind of dangerous as well. It is. Like imagine if you like just disagree with someone, and then you just thought of like, oh, I'm a I'm a tweet this to Twitter, and then everyone just suddenly get that tweet. I mean like that, and then like it got viral. Then uh, I mean like you did even though you didn't intend to, you know like, uh, influence other people, but still it's like somehow you because you just posted it. I think that is like uh, one of the argument, right? It's just a, a short-term release of anger, as they say. Sometimes because of yeah, that like impulsive decisions you make, sometimes may lead to a very like uh, wi- like a very how do you say it? like very heavy consequence in return, and that is like by destroying or trying uh destroying someone's like life in a sense. If it's like misused in a if it's used in a wrong way, yeah. So it's mm, yeah. Cancel culture has its good side and its bad sides. We should admit that. I mean, like, how do anyway. you? Mm, yeah, go I think ahead. I, I, because we're we're nearing the 
almost and like what fifty minutes right now. Um, almost. Um, just wondering, how do you relate cancel culture to peace as a final conclusion, kind of for all of us? For me, like it's something different from the others in a sense that it involves uh, another world, which is the internet world, something inside the internet. So it's not really actually happening like in the real world where you protest outside, you boycott, you, you boycott cer- certain, uh, products, but you just, you know, like sit down, you just tweet, you just post something and then you're like canceling someone, you're boycotting someone. So it's like, uh, how, uh, how would you say like for peace, like we doesn't only, uh, experience violence in the real world, but also within the internet. We could feel like unsafe by the threats that we could receive if we ever got to be canceled. Like, how would you feel, uh, safe going out knowing that everyone knows about you? Everyone was like throwing, uh, threats about you, saying hateful words towards about you. So in a sense, if you try to see it that, uh, it's also violence in terms of your like mental emotion. And it's different if there's like physical action that happens. So in a sense, like, uh, it's, uh, more on like a positive piece, I would say. How about you guys? Well, for me, it's, it relates to peace because first of all, it's a very polarizing topic, topic, right? <laughs> and like, it's a very, it can, it's something that can be used and misused. Uh, like if, if it's used properly, then you can give like voices to the marginalized groups, right? That's also like a very, uh, a very important a- aspect of peace, right? So like empowers them and stuff, but me- abuse it, and you're gonna you're not only going to like ruin uh, someone's life, you also like instill fear in like a lot of people. So like, who knows? Maybe like for now, uh, let's say if you uh if you're working in the same industry, and then one of your colleagues gets called out or gets canceled for something. And you start, you know, you start thinking, oh my god, what have I done like in the past that has, that might be like, uh, wrong. So it also, it, it creates fear as well if you're like, if you're abusing it, uh, if you're abusing council culture. So that's also a big part of, uh, of, I think an important part of how this relates to peace. Yeah. For me, myself, I think cancel culture can, Im- uh, imply both negative and positive for peace. I think, in the positive side, maybe you can see this, uh, maybe people can be critic of something that is being done wrong and so on. But also, uh, I think, uh, for the negative side, uh, cancel culture, if you, as Joe said, if you, uh, overuse them, if you abuse them, it will be, it will affect, uh, how, uh maybe the mentality of the people, as Aki also mentioned, and it, and uh it doesn't generate peace so i think finding the perfect balance on this uh, topic of cancel culture yeah it's kind of tricky in a sense yes mm-hmm. yeah i really i really agree with you that because so like with uh with finding the perfect balance 
I think one of the mm. problems when not just this topic, but about anything else, like really recently, especially with social media, is that people don't want to have conversations. You know, that's true. <laughs> like what I said, it's like always either like you're against, you're with us, or like against us, and so like trying to like. There's like a division. Yeah, yeah. So like, if you don't call out this person, like if you don't uh, call out this person for like what uh what they did, then you're a part of the problem. You know, then mm. you're uh, then it's you're, like you're basically supporting, supporting it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> How would you, Andrew? Good. I mean, yeah. Same. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like more or less the same. More or yeah. less the same. I think. I think it can be to, a tool for peace. It's like um, uh, but a it, weapon. It also, yeah, short, yeah, but it can yeah. also be a tool for war. Yeah, <laughs> a weapon. A weapon. Yeah, yeah, it's a, a, it's a yeah, double-edged sword, yeah. basically. So, so it's yeah. I think generally, um, for me personally, I I I do see it as a positive thing, but people has to be really careful upon using it. Um, and um, I do believe that this this discussion or debate in general that we have today, it it gives me a lot of new insights. I I was more leaning towards the other side, but now. I do realize that they the the the, col- the cancel culture has its own benefits as well, and you know, again, it's a spectrum. You can really see it as a black and white thing, right? Yeah, just to sum up, I mean, like just to sum everything up, cancel culture if you, is like used correctly, it could be a power for like the marginalized people, marginalized people for a lot of people who has been deprived. Uh, their rights or like the, the freedom to voice out their like, uh, experiences. But if it's like used in a wrong way, it could distract someone. It could be a very destructful, uh, weapon that could destroy someone's life. That's why we should be careful and be responsible for whatever you post online. Dika. <laughs> what, why me? Why me? What happened to me? Let all the uh, responsible okay. users of our social media, everyone. True, right. true, 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 true. And are, are, you, are you going that. to cancel me? No, and no, are you going to cancel me? <laughs> no, we don't cancel anyone. You know, from today's podcast, I realize you know it's very dangerous to cancel someone. So you know, because you, I give you second chance, okay? But yeah, anyways, um, yeah, that's it, right? From our episode, yes. I, I, I do hope that every one of you listeners out there, you have new insights, new knowledge coming in. You have learned something um, from us. Yeah, please, like, if you're watching this and. You- uh, yeah, please feel free like to to tell us what your opinion uh, about about cancel culture. Cancel culture. Totally. it's a very yeah, totally. it's a very polarizing topic. So we would like to hear your perspective as well. If you have some uh, opinions that are different from what we've uh, talked about so far, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe as per <laughs> usual. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, um, is that it? Is Dika okay? <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, that's it. Uh, we we will see you on the next episode, episode. I guess. Mm-hmm. Right, so. And yeah. this is Bench Press. Peace. Peace, <laughs> Peace out. Peace out. out. All right.